A lot of motorists on the highways and in cities and towns around the country are still distracted by top of mind would be the phones. There's other things you can be distracted by eating a real greasy burger, but distracted driving. A story this week about the fact that Edmonton drivers are far more likely to be charged with distracted driving than Calgary drivers. And that's just looking at the numbers. And so you can always say, wait a second, I don't think Calgary drivers are any better than Edmonton drivers. It really does come down to enforcement, but it gave us an opportunity to talk about distracted driving. Uh, Years ago, we talked about it so much. Were police doing enough? Were the penalties stiff enough? And that's why I want to bring in my next guest, Dominic Shamoon, Manager of Advocacy with the Alberta Motor Association. Dominic, thanks so much for joining us this afternoon. Thanks for having me. And I know it sounds like I had the line that uh, Edmonton drivers are worse than Calgary drivers. But when you look at a statistics that show drivers, Calgary drivers are being penalized for distracted driving far less than other drivers or than drivers in Edmonton, what do you really see? Well, yeah, we know that, you know, enforcement from one community to the next can vary a little bit from one year to the next can vary a little bit. So, uh, you know, we think that there's definitely, you know, a bit of an explanation in there around enforcement because the issue is clearly not going away. You know, on on my drive to the office this morning, I'm sure it was the same for, for so many folks. I saw people driving distracted. They were on their phone at the light. They were, you know, holding the phone up while they were on, you know, talking to somebody on their drive in, that sort of thing. So, you know, we just have to look around us to see that the issue is clearly not going away. And so, you know, although the numbers vary from from Edmonton to Calgary a little bit, it, it's still very concerning. We, we did talk more about it, I, I'm saying five, ten years ago. I don't feel like it's on our radar, excuse the pun, as much as it would have been. Do you, do you think we have reached a point where people think, yeah, distracted driving is bad, but there still are going to be some people who risk that? Yeah, so we do know that there are a number of folks that are they're concerned by distracted driving, but you know they don't necessarily see it as, as the number one uh, issue. We we also know that there's a, a bit of a misconception where uh, people think that other drivers are unable to drive distracted, but they think they can do it themselves because they think they're a good driver. And and the reality is that nobody can safely drive distracted, and so we, we, there's a little bit of a, a perception issue, but. We saw this as well with impaired driving. You know, uh, decades ago, there was, you know, a bit of a, a, a perception that it was okay or, you know, it, it was something that was acceptable. And, and now we, we look at impaired driving and, and there's almost universal agreement that it's completely preventable and completely unacceptable. And all we need to do is just take that same mindset and, and approach distracted driving in the same way and say, you know what, this is not something that we're going to accept because it leads to completely preventable collisions and injuries and deaths on our roads. I do like that comparison with impaired driving because I think it took a lot of awareness, yes, but it also took the threat of losing your vehicle, losing your license. I mean, and ultimately you could be in a, take someone's life, but do you think we have to be uh, the penalties for distracted driving have to be just much stiffer? 
yeah, you know, there, there's definitely room for improvement in, in Alberta's penalties for distracted driving. They're, they're a little bit stricter than they were when the law first came into place, but there's still some room for improvement because in, in traffic safety, we actually talk about the three legs of, of the stool, if you want to envision it. And there's the engineering. So making sure that our roads are built to, to be safe, that they're maintained. There's the engineering piece of it. Uh, but then there's also education and there's enforcement. And so education, you know, for folks that need to know that they um, shouldn't be driving distracted, I'm here to tell them they shouldn't be driving yeah. distracted. Uh, there, there's that awareness piece, but there is also the enforcement piece. And that's the third leg of the stool is, you know, we can we can educate folks, we can make them aware. And for, for many folks, that's enough for them to know, you know what, I'm not going to do that anymore. I'm going to put down the phone. I'm not going to eat that burger. I'm not going to do this anymore. But we do know for some folks that, you know, they need the police officer to, to knock on the window and say, you know what, here's a ticket. And by the way, there's some demerit points for you as well. Dominic Shamoon is my guest this afternoon, manager of advocacy with the Alberta Motor Association. We are talking about distracted driving. I'm throwing it out there on the text line 780-496-0063. Do you think we should have stiffer penalties? You know, right now it's a $300 ticket, three demerit points, as Dominic pointed out. Should it be something more severe, like in line with impaired driving, if you're losing your license, maybe criminal time? Uh, Dominic, you, you said about the engineering and we needed the roads. What about the engineering of the vehicles? Because nowadays we're in a vehicle that can just be distracting without even having my phone. Absolutely. And, you know, so so self-control, uh, there's a little bit of that in, in play. And that's why we encourage folks to do everything before they drive. So, you know, if you need to, to set your destination, um, do that and then put your vehicle into gear and, and head out on the road. Or, you know, if there's that call you have to make to let somebody know, you know, hey, I'm on my way home. Uh, make that call. Absolutely. Um, but then do that before you drive and then head out on the road. And so, you know, although technology in, in some cases is, is the problem, it, it can also be the solution. You know, on, on many phones now, there's a, a do not disturb mode or a driving mode, and you can you can enable that. So if you're the type of person that says, you know, if that text comes in, I have to look, um, set your phone so that you don't get the notification while you're driving. Um, you know, there, there are some options available. and It, it does take a little bit, uh, you know, a little bit of that habit forming, um, but, you know, it's a new year, uh, lots of folks building new habits right now. And, you know, maybe this is one of them for, for somebody to say, you know, I'm going to I'm going to not drive distracted anymore. And I know you're talking about the technology of the phone, but I'm saying uh, my vehicle, I have a, a navigation system. I have like a big screen that you can drive by vehicles and see, OK, that's how what they're looking at. And can they be distracted? I'd like to think that they're able to see that screen, but still drive. Uh, let's go back to the impaired driving comparison. I think think impaired driving, though, we also had, and we still do, have blitzes where you're just pulled over and we're going to test your blood alcohol level. It seems much more difficult to truly catch someone and prove that they were distracted. It almost seems like uh, a wasted effort for police. Yeah, we, we know there's definitely some difficulty for, for our partners in law enforcement around, you know, that, that burden of proof yeah. um, and, and providing evidence. We also know there was a bit of a phase, uh, you know, over the first decade or so of this law being enforced where, you know, I'll call it education of, of the, the judicial system, um, where people would go to court and they would say, you know, uh, you know, to the judge, uh, I wasn't holding a phone. I was holding my wallet. And... 
and the judge would dismiss the, the case. And so, you know, we, we know that there was a little bit of that where, where you know, our understanding is now a, a judge is a little less likely to, to believe that um, and say, you know, it actually, you know, uh, whether it was an uh, officer with, um, you know, a, a photo or from the cruiser's camera or whatever the case yeah. may be, that, you know, there's often a little bit more evidence, but, but there is that, that challenge for enforcement. We also know that, you know, um, Calgary and Edmonton, to go back to, to the original uh, aspect of this, you know, Edmonton does absolutely do uh, these coordinated traffic blitzes, not not distracted driving specific, but, but traffic safety focused. And so um, there's impaired enforcement, there's distracted enforcement, speed enforcement, all of those pieces. And so that can vary a little bit from community to community, but absolutely, you know, and it is challenging for enforcement, but we know that, you know, when they prioritize it, it, it definitely does lead to, to safer roads for all of us. Well, I do believe in awareness. I'm glad we were able to do a little of that today. Dominic, thanks so much for your time. Thank you so much. Dominic Shamoon, Manager of Advocacy with the Alberta Motor Association.